Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. I thank God that we're able to be together to start our day in prayer. Today is Friday, and we are living in ordinary time. Today we continue our reading from Mark's Gospel. As we do, we will try to pay attention to what Jesus says and does so that we can learn from him and learn to trust him. And now we begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. You have been born anew through the abiding word of God. A reading from Mark chapter 6, beginning at verse 7. Jesus called the twelve and began to send them out two by two, and gave them authority over unclean spirits. He ordered them to take nothing for their journey except a staff, no bread, no bag, no money in their belts, but to wear sandals and to not put on two tunics. He said to them, Wherever you enter a house, stay there until you leave the place. If any place will not welcome you, and they refuse to hear you as you leave, shake off the dust that is on your feet as a testimony against them. So they went out and they proclaimed that all should repent. They cast out many demons and anointed with oil all who were sick and cured them. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. At its most basic, we have learned that Jesus' message is that people should turn around and prepare to enter into God's coming kingdom. Jesus preaches the good news of the kingdom, and as we have been going along, we are starting to learn and see that Jesus himself is the good news of the coming of the kingdom. Where Jesus is present, God's kingdom has come, and what he does and what he says and what he will do uh, is the good news. A powerful witness and sign of the coming of God's kingdom in Jesus Christ is expressed in the generosity and hospitality 
that hears this good news, receives it gladly in their hearts, believes this good news, and then invites the messengers of the gospel into the fellowship and peace around the table. Jesus sends out the apostles in this story in a kind of trading exercise, a a foretaste of the mission that will be theirs after Jesus has been raised from the dead and after the apostles have received uh, the uh, Holy Spirit. He tells them to go out without any provisions, but uh, to trust that God will provide for all their needs and provide for them when and where the message of the kingdom is received with glad and generous hearts. Their daily bread is literally tied to the faithful response of those to whom they have been sent. When that happens, when the Holy Spirit connects the message of the coming of God's kingdom in Christ and the belief and the trust and the faith of God's people in this life-giving, life-sustaining mission, then this fellowship and community seems to break out. And in that, the power of the Lord casts out demons, heals sickness, and brings people together. When all of this is going on, we will see the kingdom of God start to take shape in a vision, in a foretaste of of what it is that God is bringing about in this world. And we'll see that take place in this small place around a table in a village and then branch out from there. At the same time, when that kind of connection is not made, when that doesn't happen, the disciples suffer. The apostles suffer rejection in the same way that the Lord suffers rejection. That is also a practice and a foretaste of their uh, mission yet to come, that they too will suffer for the sake of the gospel, just as Jesus has, but suffer as Jesus has, in peace and love, but also with the firm and firm announcement that the kingdom of God has come to them, has invited them, has proclaimed them, but they have passed on it, or at least for now. But for today, let's not focus too much on the rejection of the gospel. Let us instead wonder at the marvel of faith and fellowship that we share with each other. This weekend, we will gather once again around the Lord's table and receive from him the grace and mercy of his body and blood given for us in, through, with, and under bread and wine, given for the life of the world. We gather there because we, too, by the Holy Spirit, have believed and trusted in the good news, because we have been, by God's grace, baptized into the good news. Because by God's grace and by Christ's mercy, we have been invited to share in the joy of God's kingdom. And it is that place where God's kingdom comes among us. And it is the miracle of God's grace and love that we have been gathered together. And we'll get to see hidden there around Christ's table in our gathering, in our worship, a foretaste of the feast to come that gathers people from everywhere in the good news of the coming of God's kingdom. I wonder who we might want to invite to join us in fellowship with Christ this week. Who needs to hear some good news? Who needs to be brought in to this community? How can we share that good news and extend the invitation to enjoy a share of God's love that we love and trust in with all of our hearts? How can we share that with others? In Jesus' name. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. 
You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people the knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord, who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ, and for all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gift of relationship with others, and for the communion of faith in your church. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who are working for peace and international harmony, for all who are striving to save the earth from carelessness and destruction, for those who are sick, for those who are afflicted, for those who are grieving, and for those who care for them. For the Church of Jesus Christ in this and in every land, for what else or for who else are we praying this morning? Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage, hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted, support the weak, help the afflicted, honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.